and I was just like, um. Well, you know what happened was I was making greens at home and I forgot about everybody but myself because like I wanted to make some greens and they got turkey in it and okra and all this good stuff. Since Thanksgiving, I've been making greens. But beyond all of this mumbo jumbo, we have an amazing show lined up for us today. I'm very excited to have some fun with everybody. Today, we will be talking about Sophie the Robot or Sophia, whatever her name is. It's been all over how this artificial intelligence stuff is taking over and it is stressing me out because I watched AI when I was little and I was scared. It was a great movie, but I was still scared. (laughs) We will also be talking about the Republicans signing a new tax bill that does not benefit the middle class. If you heard me, it does not benefit middle class or lower class. Of course, it never really benefits the lower class anyway, right? And we will also be talking about when do you become an adult? When is the actual time that we grow up, right? I'm very excited. And we have a super, super awesome guest, y'all. This girl reached out to me, and I was just like, I looked her up. I'm like, wow, you are off the radar. (laughs) Welcome, Diamonds Dosage. Hi, everyone. I'm here. Very excited to to talk to you about how you feel about the stripper robots and everything like that. So... (laughs) They ve- they they are coming to the surface, yeah. you know. Um, they've definitely been working on it for for way too long, in my opinion. But for now, I would like to actually get into some music before we get involved with our talks and all that fun mumbo jumbo. You know, I've been saying mumbo jumbo a lot lately. <laughs> lately, it's a really cool word. But we're gonna actually go ahead and listen to the plug by AJP's featuring Roy French and produced by Teddy Jackson, who works with Chance the Rapper. Right here on Nitty Snacker. I can't, it's not natural. I don't have anything to say. It's not natural. Can I leave that girl? All of the girls in the club getting ratchet. If you're looking for a man, then I'm walking right past you. Last hand that I'm looking for a hoe. Just a girl that's down to go. You've been looking for me, well I've been looking for you You seem a little stressed, come here and let me take that off you It's no biggie, long as I got you and you got me Ain't nobody else gotta know what okay, we're okay, doing Okay, okay, but in my phone And I'ma hit you when I get home Uber, you when you're alone And your friends gone Gotta cook for me, it's all good. I wouldn't stay if I could. If you get a man, girl, it's all good. Long as we know it's understood that we just plugging, this is nothing. Don't be loving me. Out of pocket, out of socket, get some energy. I can give it if you want it, baby. What you need. 
you need plugging, I can plug you, baby, I think, I think it's something heated, and I think it's me and you, bring your girlfriend with you and we can try something new, like a whip you can ride all night, girl, top down, let me see the view, yeah, I plugged up, but listen, baby, I'm gonna plug you to your plug, like my, like my plug, your plug ain't like my plug, Yo, plug in like my plug. Yo, plug in like my plug. Now, when you come in, let's get it in. If you wanna talk, call your best friend. I wanna know what you did at work. You at the crib, come get this work. Superstar song. Superstar. Not superstars. That's dirty. That's dirty. We don't want that. But that was once again plug with by AJP's Ray French, produced by Teddy Jackson. He is honestly one of my favorite producers and musicians. He sings. He, that was him singing on the track as well. So, you know, it's a very fun track to listen to. But I would like to go ahead and talk about. Everything we've been seeing on Twitter for the past few days. Why are you pointing that out while I'm on air? You ain't got no good sense. I got quiet. Sorry for the dead air. Brandon Brandon noticed something that was pretty funny. Shout out to John for his graphic uh, display of don't touching, of not touching the radio equipment. I appreciate that. Um, but... There's um, the AI intelligence type situation, artificial intelligence uh, robots. Hey, I'm, Sophia, she legit. I'm with it. She ain't finna, you know, drama. She no, no, listen. Listen. What you mean? <laughs> she ain't got it, man. Can I get some money for this? So you like her because that? she's a woman that doesn't talk? 
I never said I didn't like a I love you a woman You said she gives you no drama. She's not talking yet. That's the thing. Okay, when you think about these AI, what I've been reading is that they are becoming more and more intelligent, more aware of the senses. Did y'all see her slip up at the convention? She was like, I'm going to destroy all humans. Y'all didn't see that? Oh, that was real? Yeah. This I saw the meme saying JK, just kidding. She's, no, that was real. She had like a little slip and the person that created her, like his face turned red and everything. Like, oh my. Yes. Now, what do you guys think is going to happen with, with all of this stuff? I, like, I just low-key kind of tweaked on what I just said about that because I low-key don't think that's a good idea because she going to have my phone password. <laughs> like, she connected to everything, low-key. She's key. a hacker. Right. existing. But they have her feeling like real human emotions, like... But it's like contrived, computer-generated, real human emotions. Okay, true. I mean, but it's, true. it's a lot of stuff we do in human nature that's not logical and is very irrational. So a computer mm. is made to understand logic. Yeah. So like we've seen enough movies to where like the robots overtake the human. Well, AI was enough of it when they created a little boy. You know, they couldn't have a kid, so they created a boy right. their perfect little boy and of course it was amazing at first and the first slip up was the phone call mm-hmm. when monica you know he was trying to call monica and <laughs> that's one of my favorite i've like, never monica, seen that movie but monica, i did hey, see pick up the phone robot. monica monica and they told him to <laughs> stop and he wouldn't stop he glitched you hey, know did he you couldn't get a tear stop falling mm-hmm. at the end when he was in the bottom of the ocean did uh, like did you get a tear or is that just me I felt I was, you know, in the middle on that one because of the fact that um, he was damaging lives. You got mm-hmm. it wasn't he wasn't real. So that's what I'm saying. Like this artificial intelligence stuff is going to really have us confused about how we should point. feel about these robots. You know, if it gets to a point where it's like, oh, it meant so much to me. Like, don't kill it. Well, I'll kill myself before the robot. No, honey, Mm-mm. it's a robot. And Sophia, but Sophia got a friend. With human emotions, so that's probably why people get connected to them or will be connected to yeah. them. And that's dangerous. That's scary. Did you see yeah. the one that was um, dancing to like I, reggae tones? Yeah, I saw that. And then the one on the stripper pole. She can dance better than me. I was I like, how she, flesh. how she get the moves She's like that? That's why. <laughs> oh no, get I'm not with that. <laughs> that is true. I can because I was looking like, man, like she got the moves. Like it made me want to go look in the mirror and and reevaluate what I was capable of. It's just gonna make human communication just terrible. Like we already suck at communication, and people gonna well, I don't have to deal with you. I have a robot at home. Then you just like, oh no, like it's gonna ruin human communication. I Brandon, I think Brandon's gonna like get a robot. Bringing you think more so? stuff to the surface. So that we like what? <laughs> like what? Would, what can a robot bring to the surface? Two of them. Two of them. Well, they are pretty smart. If they know everything. <laughs> well, that's I'm just like our phone. Well, it's kind of like the fact that we need. Why do we need an artificial thing to fulfill us? Our phones. Same. Same. It's, like, it's the same thing with our phone. Like we. These are robots. Like mini robots. Right. Yo, Siri's scary. Siri's scary. Like, Siri know always where you at. She know where you at all, all the, time. the time. Like it's a When you ask Siri if they love you, it gets uh, real touchy. It does. <laughs> okay. I've never done that. I do. And sometimes validation you from your phone matters because this is the one that's with you in your pocket, touching your booty. It's there with you at all oh, times. We're going out tonight. We're going to find you, you know. Alex, like, what's going on, bro? Where are we going? I don't know, but you over here, what you just said was just, like, very, it's like, wow. like what you I'm mean? talking about phones being our <laughs> counterpart. I mean, but like, why, We're talking about artificial why intelligence why here. Why you from your phone? I've never done that. Siri, because I want my phone to call me beautiful when like, I wake up. You be at the crib crying, like, Siri, like, do you love me? And he'd be like, actually, I don't know I what those emotions are. To Siri, you should try. You should no, ask him what the fox is. Because we're normal. We're normal. 
You know Siri what? Siri be sending me off with directions too, so it's like, girl, what are you good for? Nothing. She not, has one not job. Really. Well, mine is a dude, so maybe if you yeah, change it, do the whole. Okay, opto. maybe I'll feel a little, yeah, you know, <laughs> sexy with some boy. I don't know. <laughs> but I actually want to go ahead and get into some more music. Um, you know, it's not about robots. Not yet. You know, I used to love dubstep. Not gonna lie to you. That would have been perfect for like after that topic. Wait, I have one last thing to say. Did y'all see the uh, meme? Or was it a meme? It was a video on Twitter? Spaghetti? No. <laughs> I saw that one. I saw that one. But the one with Nicki Minaj. They say how you're gonna act if, if the robots come and try to attack you. Y'all didn't see that? I, know, I saw one of the Jackson 5, like, of you blending in. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was something like that, but it was Nicki Minaj, and Safari was dancing in the back. Oh, the, oh, little, Kim one, the little Kim one was funny, because she was like, have you seen Lil' Kim lately? Yeah, have I seen her? Can you miss her? <laughs> no. You can't miss her, because she don't look like her old self. She could right. definitely miss her. Maybe that's right. Well... As you can see, everybody's a little stressed out about these robots, and we will see what happens in the next five years or so, because it's, it's advancing faster than we thought. But for now, I want to go ahead and play some more music. I'm going to play this song called Tears of Wine by Jaws and Austin Armstrong. These are songs off of my nitpicks playlist that I'm playing today, so if y'all ever send me music, y'all might be lucky tonight and hear your jams right here on Nitty's Knocker. Tell me that it's over Tell me I can open my eyes I wanna feel the closure But don't wanna sleep alone tonight I feel so empty I can't decide If what's in front of me is true Was it all I? Feel it Cause I can smell it in the air You say that you're leaving But I want you to stay right here Still I keep pushing Sometimes I fight I don't know whether I Should laugh or if I should cry now Baby, cry some more
was it all song y'all don't even realize what type of conversation we just had <laughs> off got me the grid to catch me up who you no that's you <laughs> if know anybody I'm for women empowerment this man trying to do us in if right? it's anybody who would also like to call in and talk about these robots with us you can always call at 312-985-7834 don't ever interrupt me while hey i'm not gonna tolerate this gang up today all right, go ahead. Don't go don't ahead. interrupt when I'm giving the phone number. You feel me? 312-985-7834. If anybody's interested in talking robots. Now I do got a, I do got something to say. If you in a diamond dosage gang, don't be calling up here <laughs> harassing us. You know what I'm saying? Because she got a follow. No, somebody, get him. No, nah, somebody just told me. They're like, who want to show today? I'm like, diamonds dosage. She's like, oh my God, we're just reading that blog. Who said that? It's not important. Just That's know. important. No, she was Shout out to you. Like, no, she was at my house and then she was reading something. She was like laughing or whatever. And I'm like, what you laughing at? She showing me an Instagram video and it was you. That's so funny. Yeah, like, you got a following now. I hope you'll be telling them to, what you, I gotta watch your Instagram videos. I need to be a little afraid. You better tune in. For Brandon so we can get him this robot so that he can like. You know what? We, I don't, this is why I'm going to disagree with that. We, as Unigang, do not engage in robot sex. We do not need Sophia. We do not need fleshlights. We do not need any of these little sick little things because women are amazing. I say, I say, when we got the when we got the month, you might need that robot. (laughs) When you have what? Excuse me. I said, when we got the month, you might need that robot. No, maybe you should just take a break. This is all just communication things. Like when we start communicating better, everything gets better. Because we got to, you know. You know, I, guys, <laughs> you got me. We're speechless now. <laughs> I, I, I've never been speechless before. I've never no, thought. Not, no, 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 no. I'm saying like if a guy, majority of men, if we could have sex every day, we probably would. Just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty common. But when it comes to robots, like the thing is we have robots that are too smart for their own good already. Mm-hmm. And they just began creating these these creatures, they are creatures. They're aliens. They're creatures. Even like the little vacuum cleaners that go under the couch. Like I used to want one, but then I was out. like, no, how you know where to dirt yeah. it? I, mean, <laughs> I think that anything that's been created by humans needs to be seen with like two sets of eyes. Because we just don't know what's going to happen with everything. Because we created it. It could be a little glitch one day. It transformed. Like, no. Yeah, nobody need Bumblebee and Optimus <laughs> chilling. Right. And I, think need, I think they need to like let different coaches of people make robots like they have like different people sitting in there like we need a robot with a do-rag that's what you're saying oh yeah yeah you know what definitely (laughs) if we did that for the culture just imagine how crazy the streets would be it would be gang wars of humans versus robots (laughs) 
<laughs> what type of nonsense is that? You got robots like on robots baby. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> on Thornum. <laughs> on Thorn. Actually, for. <laughs> I mean, okay. Look, my thing is this: Sophia is not our friend. Okay, if Sophia went against her own maker and said or whoever it was mm-hmm. the one that said some mm-hmm. out of off the wall she embarrassed stuff. him in front of his friends you know, at a you, convention you can't do that they hate when we do it we're right. real women and you don't like you when we embarrass you like, not embarrassing but he, she was created by this person so it's like oh pish posh it's fine I can handle it I can't yeah. hate that how it, how it goes all the time like usually like the monster turns on the creator usually like isn't that like Frankenstein story or yeah like Jekyll, Jekyll Mr. Hyde yeah that is Okay, so wait, actually, I don't really know that much of the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde story. Doesn't he, doesn't, isn't it like a potion where he like goes and takes this potion and then turns into something else at night? Yeah, so like it's, he has a split personality. Um, basically, Dr. Jekyll is like the, a doctor or whatever. And he makes his potion to make him Mr. Hyde. So it's like a split personality type You thing. see that? Are they white? Of course they are. Because you know white people do things like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> black people ain't well. They ain't got to and no black people that. making no robots either. I mean, robots to be people. You know, we. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are inventive, creative black people. But she's a Sophia's a Saudi know. Saudi Arabian citizen. She's not even an American. You just said she is citizen. And they, see, that's what I'm citizen. This is what I'm saying. We're going too far with these robots. <laughs> I mean, they are right. going to take. The jobs that we want, like think Girl, about the like job Trump. industry. Hey, jo- hey, no what? Trump, the, but hey, he might. Take over, G. He Trump, Trump enjoys his whiteness a little too much to allow a mechanical thing to interrupt what he has going. Now he might let them take jobs. Like, in the, if you think about the job industry, right? There's a good possibility that a lot of lower income people can lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. To machines, you I know, mean, that's already happening with the and it's going to be yeah. like 10 times. Now, I saw something really funny about self checkout. This guy said, Well, if I can get you self checkout, that means I am an employee, which means I get a discount. Right. So, I'm going to go ahead and put <laughs> half these things in my bag. I, and I, I mean, I mean, McDonald's employees they was complaining about like minimum wage, and like, if you noticed, a lot of McDonald's have those. Like the one on Chicago and State have mm-hmm. like a self checkout. Yeah, you know? well, you can bring your own order up and everything. And I bet if they put some robots behind the counter, I bet I get more than two ketchup packets when I order you know, a large fry. I get fry. a free sauce. You know, maybe some <laughs> No, they might actually be more serious about get like if they are programmed to say no. Yeah, they're you say ain't gonna no. ever get. Your- I feel like it's con- if I order a large fry. A robot gonna understand common sense and rationale. They're and programmed me, by humans at the end of the day. No, nah, I feel like it's gonna override that. He gonna give me what I what I order. I order a large. <laughs> I want four or five. Because you packs. because it's you, right? Everybody deserves four or five ketchup packages. You order a large <laughs> fry. You, you give me two packages and I order a large. That's like with my chicken nuggets, and he's like, "Oh, they you have to pay for a second sauce. barbecue." Why? They give you ten pieces of t- pieces of chicken. <laughs> they give you one chicken barbecue sauce. How sweet. <laughs> It's not possible. It's not intelligent it? at all. <laughs> My brother called corporate on some girl before because she only gave him one sauce. How many? How many chicken nuggets he ordered? It was ten. Patty, she should have been fired. <laughs> Fifteen dollars an hour. My. Wait, where's the chime? We got chimes too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the chimes like are too that. cute for when you're angry. Yeah, I needed some. You need to whack the bell when you're angry. If it's okay. some words you want to say, remember the bell is your friend. Oh, because you know I don't know I cuss a lot, but you know you doing good. I'm, <laughs> I'm very, doing so good. I'm very, very proud. Now she of... asked me to tone it down in the email. Damn. Her hand over there shaking. She <laughs> want to curse so bad. She She's like, like, I can't do this. <laughs> We're talking this, about robots. I'm sweating like. Damn! <laughs> 
Damn, I haven't said a curse word yet. <laughs> there it go, y'all. There it go. Here we go. Look, there's the start. Where's yeah, the swear jar? I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you say damn on the air. Okay, cool. That's yeah, we say it all the time. Damn, can I live? Oh yeah, I do say that all the time, and you can't right now because you've already decided that you are team robot over team woman, and I don't, I can't, I can't <laughs> get with that. that. We heard you, we heard you and Alex. You talking guys about women? How you throw my? Hold on, hold on. You can't throw my man's in that. He's sitting over here, innocent bystander right now. <laughs> but he's here, so and he said it, so I'm not lying. <laughs> They want their women to sit on the couch. They want to come home from work. Have a full-cooked meal, which is okay. Because one thing I will say is I enjoy cooking. Yeah. I love seasoning some good salmon and some greens and, you know, doing the thing. You made it seem like I sat here and I was like, uh, uh, you know. You said. When I come home, I want some bath water ran. I want a hot meal on the table. But you you also said. And you better be wearing something nice. you You also said a woman that doesn't talk. No, I just meant like I was. No, I was, you said that. That's what you said. That's what you meant. Retract that statement. Word. Let's see. Can you? Can you? I said that, but I, I meant like drama. You know how that y'all. What do you think y'all full of? Yeah. Thank you. you, you you're turning this. You're turning my Your show into. <laughs> you're turning this into a tobacco. I don't like it. This show is all about love and positivity. <laughs> Brandon, I'm being positive. Y'all, you just meant. She's, she's trying to bait me into a conversation. Okay, what's the plus no side? Okay, we're going to, before we get into another song, let's figure out what the plus side of robots is. Let's take that's it that a, way. Good, what's the plus side? Plus Let me see if I give me a man robot, right? They can clean, probably, for the most part. And fix things. <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> they going to tell you the truth. They go all the time. They ain't going to never lie to you. you know what, what if saying? he's programmed program to lie? Too. You can program him to always tell the truth. Why would you get a, that defeats the purpose of a robot. Like, people make robots to strive for perfection. Like, why would you make a robot, like, imperfect like well, that? Well, humans like, are imperfect anyway, so the creator can't make a perfect right, so, thing because he's not perfect himself. I mean, that is true, but they, they strive to make a robot better than a human. That's the goal. Why, though? Did, have you ever wondered why? Like, what, what's wrong like, with what these humans? What is the purpose of the robot? You're so like, smart already. Why do you want to make something smarter than you? Do you understand what you're doing when you're making something smarter than you? You are damaging yourself. I mean, human intelligence is our biggest weakness. Like, the more we, the more intelligent we become, the, the sillier more, we get. Not even that's, the sillier, the more harm we do to ourselves. That's like, true. think about cars and everything that we progression with. Um, I mean, we become a really lazy society yeah. because of the progression of technology. Mm-hmm. But it's doing harm to our, like all this this weather stuff is crazy because mm-hmm. of they're altering the weather. Weather, they act like we don't technology. know this though. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, there's so many factors that come into play with all of that. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? I think we had enough. Maybe we're not done. I don't think we're done with the no, robot we done, talk. It just didn't go the way I wanted it to. It's going exactly the way <laughs> it needs to go. Okay. So what we're gonna do is play a song by my girl Brittany Nicole. The song is called Earth Girl, produced by DJ Earn Money, who was who's in LA right now. Let me. T- you know what? When we get back, I'm going to tell y'all what DJ Earn Money is up to because I am pretty jealous He's doing some cool stuff. of all of his greatness. But right now, we're going to go ahead and play Earth Girl right here on Nitty Snocker. Sit back and 
My friends was Earth Girl by Brittany Nicole. She's one of my my faves. She's get those Joe Scott vibes. Like she's really fun to listen to. But it's produced by DJ Earn Money, as you can hear the juke influence and things like that from his music. This man was here Sunday. Somebody flew him out oh, to L.A. on Monday to go to Nerds N E R D S listening party. This man was how me how close you and I are. I was there. He was sitting. You weren't because you would have had a picture. I saw the pictures. He was right next to Pharrell. Oh, right there with Pharrell. Literally, I could see the wrinkles in Pharrell's face, and I didn't think he had those. (laughs) Pharrell doesn't get old, but I saw them, and they both had colored hair. So I know he got to talk to Pharrell. I know they talked about their hair, and I told Ern. I say Ern. 
if you go out of town again, tell them to take me with you. I'm your personal assistant. I don't care. I know I'm not, but I am. And we're going to go, and we're going to finesse, and we will be Pharrell's best friend. Like, I think that conversation was so, uh, Pharrell, what uh, rinse do you use for your hair? Probably, honestly. <laughs> when you think about it, it's probably like, hey, what color is that? Is that tangerine or, like, no, sherbet? Right. <laughs> and, you know, Ern, you know... He keeps his his gold nails fresh. You know, I'm sure he was out there just like going crazy. And I'm so glad that he got that experience. He deserves everything coming his way. And um, he deserved to take me. (laughs) Take the unicorn. Take take the unicorn with you. (laughs) But I like to get back into some conversation. We do not really have to continue um, talking about the the robots. I mean, it's pretty controversial. It's, it's very controversial, but we can like we can leave the controversy <laughs> where it's at. <laughs> if you give me a unicorn robot, I probably would be happy. So I can't even stunt. It's just I don't want human ones. I I, I take That's a unicorn. Weird, yeah. I take a, a unicorn I mean, with the hair. I can brush the hair. Y'all remember those little toys they used to have a long time ago? The little pet robotic dogs. Yeah, like, battery operated ones. I can I can deal with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, just give me a jumbo one of those. I'll be totally fine. It's I like my size Barbie, but my size unicorn. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, battery operated human. That's trademarked, y'all. <laughs> y'all better not. Nobody better do that before me. My size unicorn coming to a store near you, but. I do want to touch on the political thing just for a few minutes because I think it's very important that we understand our system and how important this midterm election is that's coming up. You need to vote these Republicans out of office because they are doing things out of spite. They are doing things because they know that they can get away with it as the majority. And they just passed a tax bill with notes on the side, 500 pages. That they had a few hours to go over. They didn't even have time. The Democratic Party did not have time to go over it and understand what was being said. There were words and gibberish, things you couldn't understand, and they won. It was a very slight win. That tax bill just passed? Yes. Yes. Oh, snap. But the thing is, they are attempting to deplete the middle class. And just, to me, it seems like it's going to become like an upper middle that's what they want in general mm-hmm. because they say that it's going to affect people who make 40000 to um, like 120000 mm-hmm. a year as the middle class right now. So it makes it that much worse for – it makes it that much worse for the um, lower income people. So, you know, the rich, of course, will see the biggest tax cuts. It's about $5 million that's going to be cut from what they already – you know, pay so they don't have to worry about taxes. Really, it's like wow. cutting the taxes out for the so rich, and it makes the child tax credit increase as well. Which is, it could be good and bad, but the thing is, your refundable amounts is only a thousand versus the fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred that it used to be per child. So it really puts people in like a pickle, especially mm-hmm. young. Um, Lower class families that depend on that refund to help them, you know, get through the year, pay for things they need for their kids, get new cars or whatever the case may be. I mean, the refund tax, I mean, the refund check is the money they took from you in the first place. It's your money, you know? Yeah, so it's not like their money. So I I make sure that I don't get any refund back because that means I get all my money and they don't make money on my money. I Mm -hmm. make money on my money. 
I mean, so you don't pay taxes. I pay taxes. But it breaks even. Yeah. It's something, yeah. and that's something, I think I'm going to probably put a blog post about how to prepare your taxes and just like the understanding the language because I prepare my own taxes every year now. I don't go to a prepare anymore because I taught myself the system, you know, um, working for myself, there were budgets, you know, so basically you want to break even. Mm-hmm. When you get a refund, that just means that, uh, it's a way for them to make more. Like she says, like you're basically them, giving it right back to the government. Right? Yeah, like it's money yeah. that they took originally, but right. it's like, okay, fine, we took it, we used it for what we needed it for. You got right. it back. So it's like with banks, how you put money into a bank account, and sometimes they won't give you your full amount. It's because they they take your account and they loan money in and out of banks all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why checks and balances is a huge thing. A lot of people don't understand how the bank works. Mm-hmm. Like that money is borrowed. I mean, you swipe your card. That's not your money. That's the bank's money. You know, exactly. They, you put your money in there. They use it for what they need. And sometimes Chase had a big deal with this a few years ago where people's refunds from school, like their checks and stuff, weren't being processed on time because they had to find the money. Wow. You know, so it's a lot that people have to know about, like, the political system and things like that. Um, but I'm pretty sure that we will get to a Somebody place. Somebody wouldn't know we, how much you charge to do taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna pull you to the side, but hey, right here. Well, you know, you can hit me up. You know, I got you for the low. I'll also teach you how to do it, so you won't have to come back to me no more. Well, like a lot of, I feel like this bill like, for a lot of black people. I feel like right now, y'all need to start um, prioritizing and finding out what's really important for you to spend mm-hmm. your money on, like investing. Like, if think about it, how many Jordan releases happen in a year? Let's say you do five Jordan releases. So that's a stack right there. Mm-hmm. You could take a stack with somebody else, maybe four people. Y'all can get a crib and like open it up, rent out the space, and make bread from it. You know, because I mean, I understand people getting a degree. You know, depending on what your degree in, if it's in business or whatever you got your degree in, they're probably gonna start you with like fifty k maybe just to start. So you're a part Hold of on, that. What you just say? So like, if you, say, <laughs> so if you have she heard fifty k and just. Oh, so degree, you, degree, degree in what? Degree in pretty much like business, uh, a, ba- a very like basic. Like accounting. Yeah, very. That's only that's you only can time money. you're getting 50K out of college with accounting, maybe. Now, 45, if you're a teacher or something, you're starting at like 45K. Really? Yeah, they start. And that's why, you know, sometimes people get upset with the whole teacher fight because they, they feel like, you know, you're getting a good starting point or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but teachers are still underpaid. Very underpaid. It's, it's, they got to deal, deal with it. a lot. They are raising kids. Basically. For some, you know, like especially CPS teachers, like oh, I be feeling so bad for those teachers. Mm -hmm. They have to deal with a lot of pressures, and you know that's another topic for another day. Yeah, but like basically, what I'm saying is, if you 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 still in that, you're a part of that tax um, bill, you know, because you don't unless you jump three or four tax brackets, Mm -hmm. you still making under 100k. Mm -hmm. You know, so you need to really think about you know where your money is. So when these midterm elections come up, y'all, like for real. Don't just go looking for who's the next president. You have to go to your Senate. You got to go to your local offices. Every single person matters because that's how the next person gets into office. The higher up you go, it matters from that very, very local person who is your alderman and things like that. So make sure that you guys are doing your part and getting getting a balance. You know, I wouldn't say get Republicans out because there are good people who are on the Republican side, on the Democratic side, you know, middle grounds. It's good people in every party, but we need to have that balance in office and we need to really evaluate who we're putting into office. So beyond that, I would like to go ahead into the (laughs) unicorn gospel. 
Guys, you understand this chime. Thank you, Bear yeah, V. It's so good. And I look forward to it every week now. It's just everything. But this week's verse is from 1 Peter 3.16. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. So... For those of you who don't know what the unicorn gospel is, this is Nitty's take on religion or the universe, right? I'm not a very religious person anymore, but uh, my spirit animal has come through the form of a unicorn. You know, I don't think it's crazy or anything like that. I think it's just everybody has their thing that helps them get through and to be positive. And for me, it's unicorns. So what this means to me is this is pretty much about backstabbing and people being against you or doing things um, that's hurting you and you're not really understanding why these things are happening, right? So what you do is you continue to be respectful and you continue to be loving and caring and full of positive energy, you know, resonating your, your, your good vibes to people um, and keep your mind clear from the issues. You have to keep the back of your head, your subconscious can really control your thinking. And you have to be able to say, I will not allow the things that are sitting in the back of my head to affect where I'm headed forward. Keep it clear. Keep it away from Loch Ness Monsters and and the mean leprechauns, you know. Like, you got to keep it away from those bad guys because if you don't, it can cause you to forget what you are as a person and who you are as being taken care of by the universe. You know, like when you are doing good, good is done back to you. Mm -hmm. So if you know that people are talking mess about you, you know, then they will continue doing that. And eventually, and and the thing is when people talk about you, they're doing it because they're hurting, right? Right. It's it's really a um, projection Mm -hmm. of their self. It's definitely a projection Mm -hmm. of self. So they are always going to be ashamed, especially as you continue to grow and your blessings keep coming and the universe keeps giving you all of the things that you want for your future, for your career, for your family, for your looks, for whatever it is, you know, you will continue to blossom and they will wither away because they don't know how to be positive. So that's the unicorn gospel this week. And it kind of works with something I tweeted a while ago about women who talk bad about me and things like that. And it's like, look, if you ever took the second to stop talking bad about me and get to know me as a person, you never know what we can do for each other. You know what I'm saying? You never know what type of power we can provide each other if we are on the same page. You know, but a lot of people don't think like that. A lot of women... Um, even with men, you know, sometimes everything's a competition or you feel like you got to say something bad about them to make you feel better. You'll laugh for that moment, but internally you are suffering, you know, you aren't feeling good. I always had this conversation with my friends, like people that sit around and gossip all day long with their friends. Like what else, what's the context of y'all, you know, conversation? Like what else do y'all have to offer? Mm -hmm. And people like that, they really don't have any substance. Mm -hmm. They don't really do anything with their lives. And, and they maybe, and maybe that's why they're following you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, saying? exactly. You're giving them an experience that's mm-hmm. different than what they already currently have. Mm-hmm. So you know, and then they don't really know how to communicate effectively inside of themselves to themselves. So instead of communicating in a way that makes them feel good, then they're gonna lash out, mm-hmm. and we are the victim of that lash out. Because sometimes, like I feel like sometimes a level of like 
insecurity. You see somebody doing something that you want to do, mm-hmm. that's and, true as well. and they bold enough to go do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like just because you don't have the guts to go do that, you haven't found your way in. You talk bad about it, like yep. you see a lot on social media, like. You doing something, you're doing radio, you doing your vlog and mm-hmm. something like that. It's other girls that want to do vlogs, but they don't have the the followers or this or that to, to keep up. Mm-hmm. So then, like, you would put a video up. You know, people would hit the like button, but they won't share it. Right. Why don't, right. Why don't you share? You can hit the like. The, the share button is mm-hmm. a button That's over. True. You feel That's me? That's true. But it, I, I realize people, they, they want to see you do well that's not better than them. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the time, though. Yep. All the time. And you got to be careful, too. It's just like, it's so easy to get caught up in gossip. Like, you'll be mm-hmm. standing around. And they get to such and such, such and such, and you kind of just like eat the laughing with right, it and going along. Because right. sometimes be, sometimes but that's that's about the company like, you keep as well. Yeah, though. Mm-hmm. You have to be mindful of the people that's around you. Are your friends gossiping friends, or are your friends you know business minded talking mm-hmm. about other shit? I mean, other stuff. I'm sorry, girl. Go, I'm sorry, <laughs> other girls. She did it. She did it. <laughs> it's like self development, you know, self awareness, self care. Those are the type of friends that you need, not the ones that you know entertain gossip all day long. That's just sick to me honestly I think mm-hmm. it's a great way to gauge how far we've come in our own growth when mm-hmm. we have those experiences and we can just say okay like I've grown up beyond this I want to talk about some different things so I'm going to look towards a different way and find people mm-hmm. who want to have great conversations very mm-hmm. true you definitely need to remember these things especially like even with us talking about it and realizing hey we know people like this we know people who talk bad about you you know people who make you question yourself what you have to do is not allow yourself to be questioned you know you have to know that you have to be confident in what you're doing that's the biggest part of it is just stay, keeping your faith and your confidence right. that the universe got your back you yeah. know like and it's those experiences that bring us to that true faith and true power within like it's not until someone tests us Mm -hmm. and says hey are you sure you are stronger as as strong as you think you are that we say heck yeah i am and Mm -hmm. i don't need this and i don't need all this stuff in my life so it's nice to have that sometimes Mm -hmm. very true i definitely agree that it's um, an amazing thing to have um and that's why like when I try to do these gospels and things like that, it's based on literally a situation that I have dealt with in the mm-hmm. week. So these are things that are constantly occurring in my life, which is why, you know, it's important to be able to have a platform to to have as therapy to get off of your chest because as I go through things, I want to be able to talk about it with others because I don't know everything. You know, I don't know right from left sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if I have a message that resonates with you and if you feel like it resonates back, let's talk about it. You know, let's see how we can all be better as a unit, especially with minority groups. You know, we have to learn how to support each other that much more because you don't understand the power in minority. You know, they're scared because yeah, minorities are taking over. Take, yeah. It's not really Y'all minority see the anymore. That the, um, white people had. It's, it's, it's okay, okay to, to be, be white. white. We know it's okay to be white. It's actually great for you right. to be white. Nobody's I, saying that you didn't. That's the truth. You're not. Between you know, y'all four and everybody else listening, like, I've been white. Y'all four I'm white, and everybody. Um, I have a shirt to just On job say, applications, like, you know. Have you really? Yeah. Yeah. New shirt. I heard it, that worked. Marking that you're white. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate that we kind of like that's insane to when me. i got out of grad school and i was looking for jobs i put my name as a caucasian name to see if i would get more calls with mm-hmm. you got them calls didn't you? versus my indian name um and i read a study from the university of toronto that had a lot of asian students and they would do the same thing they would change their names so that they could um 
get jobs easier. Wow, and there was a insane. higher prevalence of getting a job out of school if your name was a Caucasian name at that time. I'm not sure if that's changed at all. No, I think now it would like now, like if you have an Asian or Indian name, you definitely getting called back because <laughs> like not just the the work that most Asians do is tech work, you know. So they can drop an Asian name. And, and that's another, that, all know. these topics are so controversial because even though you think that even though they're getting the jobs, they're getting it at the, the bare minimum yeah. of pay. You right, know, like right. they getting less pay mm-hmm. than African-Americans a Some lot of the, of the Asian, time. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this is what the Asians do that's so smart. They, they'll take a low pay. They already got money. But they'll take a low paying job just and they'll take a good job or quote unquote good job. Just to learn how this company does things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To do take that for over the five system. Or six years and go back and do the infiltrate the like, system. That's all they do is infiltrate, learn, and take it back to their own. Like that's pretty much what they do. So that is very true. Yeah. But I'm glad that we were able to all give our input on I'm this unicorn gospel this it. week. Thank it. you, girl. You know, like you know, <laughs> we like to keep it sweet. But right now, I would like to play a song. By an artist who will be here on December 14th. I'll be talking more about an event that I'll be hosting right after we play this song called Raise Hell by Sir the Baptist right here on Nitty's Knocker.
the music, come on. They just wanna dance and I'm gonna let them, yeah. They just wanna dance and I'm gonna let them, hey. All right, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a great song to play after the gospel has been presented. Yes, gospel. But, guys, I'm very excited about December 14th. I will be hosting an event for On the Grind Management. This is someone who pretty much helped segue me into becoming a personality. Um, I was 21, I believe, you know, 2014. Yeah, was that like that? Damn, you old. Watch your mouth. That's the mindset, okay? How old are you? I'm old. We the same age. But there is an event that's coming up on December 14th at Reggie's Rock Club. It's a 17-plus event, and it is a charity. So it's a a Christmas charity event. Um, And basically what we have going on is called Chicago Gives Back. Reggie's is a 2109, South State 2109. Nitty love the kids. I do love the kids. It is 17 and older, and it's $10 advance, 15 at the door, and a free with a toy donation uh, worth $10 or more. Um, doors are at 7, the show is at 8 p.m., and we have Sir the Baptist, Dally Austin, Prob Cause, Man Wolves, and Cody Johns on the bill with DJ Encyclopedia Brown and Nitty's Knocker, of course, as your lovely host. Haven't really found my outfit. How did you get yet. your name? Sorry. Well, um, Nitty's Knocker kind of brought itself in. I'll give you that in, in two seconds. Okay. <laughs> um, but this event is presented by the Boys and Girls Club and Charitable. Um, it's like the Chicago Food and what's it say? The Depository, Chicago Food Depository. Okay, I think they do the um, Hunger Walks. So. Mm-hmm. And Iridium is sponsoring Stature, uh, Lift, On the Grind Management, of course, Sure, and a few other sponsors as well. So this is definitely something that I believe you all should be a part of. And um, On the Grind Management's artist, Jew, will also be performing. He's a newer artist that On the Grind has pulled on. And he's doing really well on YouTube and things like that with his music. And Sir the Baptist is, as you heard, an amazing, amazing artist. He can definitely captivate the crowd. Um, so, yes, this is Thursday, December 14th. Make sure you guys come out and see me in my super cool Christmas outfit. Don't know what I'm wearing yet. Mm-hmm. But it'll be cool. I promise. But Nitty's Knocker came along. Um, I was, I've had the name since I was about 19 or 20, mm-hmm. um, where it was just, um, like a news type of thing, you know, where you come and you get good, like, come with news, coming with music. So you knock in, it's like the headphones mm-hmm. is knockers, which is music, headphones, all of that, and then knocker as well as like, hey, I'm at your door with some, some it used to be gossip and mm-hmm. entertainment, and I changed that because um, my name is Serenity, and that. my mom used to want me to have something called Serenity Times, you know, where I'm just having a newsletter, giving positive news, and people in the community doing good things. So um, it started with vlogs. You know, I had the Nitty's Knocker vlog where I would have artwork as my background and, you know, I would talk to different hosts on Mm -hmm. screen. And I got blessed by Q4 Radio to bring Nitty's Knocker on air. That's amazing. Um, And that's why we have tons and tons of listeners who I super appreciate y'all. Y'all are making this so fun for me to know that I have – the number of listeners that I I have, you know, supporting the show and what we are trying to do here. People love unicorns. If you don't, you're crazy. 
why would you not? Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people thought it was sexual. I did. I know that's the first time I ever like heard you did, like break down what that meant. Yeah, everybody's like nitty knockers. And I was like, no, it's not nitty knockers. There's no S at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Nitty's knocker. Nitty's news. Nitty's music. You know, the things that I love promoting underground. I love promoting entrepreneurs. I love people with a voice. And if I don't care if you just want to talk about how good your grades were at school, that's good news. You know, bring that famous. to me. That's how I feel. Yeah, everybody has their story. Everybody has their lane. Everybody's important, you know, and we all deserve a chance to talk about how important we are. You feel me? Miss Diamond, <laughs> we're going to get to more on you in a little oh, bit, I'm but scared. right now. No, I'm scared. I'm scared. You scared? <laughs> we scared more than me. No, I'm scared. <laughs> I tried it once before, an hour ago, but I'm 10 Whose fault down, was that? Huh? Whose fault was that, though? Exactly. Let's, Let's go music. ahead and get to Shara <laughs> Speaks Light. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to be here, and I finally have a really great direction to share with you. So Shara Speaks Light is a little bit about using language in a way to help create and manifest life in the way that we want. So we, as humans, we have this thing where we make a lot of mistakes, right? We make a ton of mistakes, and then we have to, like, re kind of hash out the mistakes and figure out what it is that we really really want to create in the beginning was the word right and that word was what was it god yeah uh, god om light source whatever you want to call it that's what it was and so what we're seeing is that there's this huge energy that was available to us and then a sound was made and this sound was something that was created so that we as humans could communicate mm -hmm. and the best thing that we can do is learn how to use language in a way to help us communicate within ourselves so i thought we could do uh um, a segment on using language for magical creation just now. So what I'd love to do is ring the bell. <laughs> and what Yo. you're going to do is close your eyes. Okay. Close your eyes and take three deep breaths. Inhaling. <sighs> Exhaling and centering yourselves in this space. And as you're centering yourself in this space, you're creating an intention for what it is that you're wanting to create. So there's gotta be something swirling in your mind about something, there's something that you want to create. And in relation to that creation, there's either energy that supports it or there's energy that doesn't support it. But right now, just take a moment to set an intention and allow this intention to just take up your heart space and connect that intention to your third eye space in between your eyebrows. Now you have a really strong connection of energy between your heart and your third eye. And this intention is powerful in that space. So what I'd like you to do now you have an intention. So you can take one big breath in, sigh it out to seal it. <sighs> Own it. Own this intention. And so there's two things we're going to do right now. So the first thing we're going to do is understand a little bit about what our mind is saying in relation to our goals. Now, in order to receive or to create our goals, we need to really understand what we want. Difficulty. Okay. It's a difficulty, though, because what we do as humans is as soon as I say, hey, what do you want? 
it goes into, I don't really want this. I don't really want that. This is not what I want. I don't want that. So what I want for us to do is I want us to grab a piece of paper or grab a pen or grab your iPhone in a note section and write down in your note section um, something that says the situation, the title of the situation at hand. You got to participate, Brandon. I know you want to do this. I was just <laughs> So get get uh, a piece of notepad and on the top of the notepad, you're going to write your situation. What You're trying to create a job that you really like, right? Mm-hmm. So at the top, you're like, this is the job that I really want to create or this is the life experience or the relationship or the love or whatever it is that I'm trying to create. And underneath that, you're going to take some moments to write down all the things that you don't want in relation to this experience. So you don't want to be taken advantage of. You don't want to work harder than you're valued. You don't want to, what's, what, what other things do you not want in relation to this segment? Hmm. So take a second. In that time, we'll just hum, be quiet for just a minute so that you can write down all the things that you don't want. I don't want. I don't want this. This this is what sucks about this job. I don't want this anymore. I want um, to not have disrespect. I, I, I don't want um, to work early in the morning. Um, I don't want... What else? Low pay. So right now what we're doing is we're looking at all the complaints inside of our head about all the things that have happened. And we're giving voice to those things and we're bringing acknowledgement and awareness to those things. And when we can bring an acknowledgement and awareness to the things that we don't want, then we can create a focused, precision viewpoint on what it is that we do want. Hmm. So you got a list of all the things that you don't want? Yeah. Well, yeah, in a sense. In a sense. It might evolve. I mean, we only have a few minutes here, so it might evolve. So mm-hmm. know that the list is something that you can recreate or add to or do whatever you need to in the meantime. Right. So now you have this gaping hole of all this junk you don't want, right? You're like, now what do I do? So this is giving us awareness of all the things that we want to transform into all the greatness that we do want. So here's the next list. In relation to this particular thing that you want to manifest, you're saying all the things that you do want now. Now you've cr- deleted all the things that you don't want. So what is it that you do want about this experience? So take some, some time to, to write that out. So um, some of the things I want. I want um, ongoing love and excitement and all the experiences that I have. I want a job that gives us money to live the life in the way that I want to live. I want awesome hair. I want um, awesome friends. (laughs) Um, I want to be respected at my job. I want to be heard. I want communication with my love partners to be really um, respectful and nice. I want to share in that space. So see how it makes it a little bit easier just to talk a little bit about what we don't want first Mm -hmm. and then what we do want. You know what I find funny with the situation is when you told us to find one thing that we really wanted, my brain began to hurt. It became a bit, it, I got confused. Sure. There was a lot of confusion and, and 
like a tornado. That's what my head does. I'm always thinking about too many things at once. Right. So a project like this is something I would literally have to sit at home mm-hmm. and really figure out because right now I'm like, man, that's crazy that. I know I want to do this. I know I want to do this. And I know they can correlate. And I know, you know, and then just figuring out ultimately what it is is power, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. I want power to change, power to make an impact, you know, things like that. So, like, this is something that I do believe is very beneficial for the mental health of yourself as well as it's like before you get your business plan. You you do your meditation and realize what exactly you're trying to achieve. Sure. With your future, but right. my brain, my eyes because were doing this, really and I just want. couldn't. Well, that's just it. And so, what we're doing here in this short amount of time, we're mm-hmm. like looking at all the ways that our brain wants to think in terms of nots and didn'ts and did not. Um, and then we're saying, hey, this is what I actually do want. And this is how we drive ourselves towards reaching our goals. So, we have two lists, right? Feel good about them? Mine is a little limited. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> just just stay, stay with me for just a sec. So what you're going to do now is you have these two lists, and I'm going to get you to close your eyes one more time. And as you're closing your eyes, in that space between your third eye, you're seeing a movie screen. And in that movie screen, you're seeing the manifestation or the outcome of this gracious experience that you're wanting not not wanting you're what you're wanting and so you're visualizing the receiving of that and then you're putting words to all of the experiences that you're having in that vision and when you put words to that vision you hold on to it it creates more power it it solidifies it compounds power on power on power and then it amplifies your ability to reach that goal so you have a, a really succinct, precision visualization in your mind of what yeah, you want? That's cool. Great. Yeah, cool. I actually do. Cool. Regardless of my levels of confusion, I still saw the end goal, which sure. is really cool. And then how did it make you feel to have that vision? It felt, I mean, it, it's cool. Like, it kind of gave me a rush because I saw exactly how I would look doing something in the career that I want to do I saw the way I was dressed I saw my hair was I saw the outfit I had you know everything I saw the stand the podium I was at you know I saw literally everything and it's just like how do I manifest you know like now it's just like okay I'm very excited to like figure out how to manifest but I literally just saw myself in the place that I see myself in a year from now you know what I'm saying right so go ahead Uh, sometimes I feel like um this year has been a big year for me, uh, actually, like, manifesting positive energy. Um, a lot of the times, like, your biggest enemy is yourself. Um, yeah. And, like, I feel like people should know, like, sometimes, like, it's hard to maintain, like, a, a, a continuous level of positivity when you got, like, so many variables in this equation called life, you know? Sure. Um, so it's not always rainbows and butterflies, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's every day, especially, like, this year I've been actually taking steps to get to some of my goals that I've been wanting to do for years, but it's just like stepping out the comfort zone and actually taking that chance. Cause I mean, doing something you really want to do with your life is not easy, especially when you have like real life stuff coming at you every day, you know, but you know, I, 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 I have to beg to differ because there's lots of things that happen in our lives and it's our disposition that leads us into feeling like our life is hard or 
exceptional even in the midst of hardship oh yeah i, I definitely agree with you on that it's I'm like not, your life is lit and messed up at the same time yeah, 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 like, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all about outlook so like i'm not what i'm basically trying to say is there is no continuous happy button you just you're not going to be happy continuously you know like to, okay, like yeah. i agree with the whole like writing down your goals but every day you're not going to wake up and feel like hey like i'm having an awesome day like you might get some bad news but like there is that if you write it down there is that paper you can go back to or you can go back to your phone like hey this is what i want exactly. this is the goal you know so i'm just trying like to relate it point. to like real life you know like yeah, people who absolutely. understand they they're, they're rocking with the positivity but sometimes it's hard, it's hard to see that when you got all this other stuff going, going on. on you know right. and some people's lives are hectic you know so. but that's why the um, uh, thing like that is mm-hmm. perfect to Definitely. do right because so, it helps gives, it, it you, a gives you a little balance mm-hmm. yeah structure, so take focus. all the things that you don't want write them on a piece of paper and burn them and get rid of them so you have space for all the things that that's you do want beautiful and then, symbolism actually and then mm. how to create so the word how right so now you have uh, a vision and you're connecting your vision with really rich words and you know what it feels like now so you're attaching to all those and that's you're walking that path right and that's how you manifest it but keep going but keep going exactly. keep on pushing yes. honey because so, yeah. the if push helpful um definitely share um i'll come on and i'll bring little exercises like that that have helped me manifest my life in the best way um, and I'll just share that here with you guys. Oh yeah, I definitely appreciate it. Like every Tuesday is something different, something mm-hmm. new. Um, Cause you know, going from Wednesday to next Tuesday, you'd have been through it. You know? Very <laughs> true. So right. true. Yeah. Yeah. You walk out the door, it's yeah. like psh, just smack yeah. you. Like dang, <laughs> I just had it together. But you know, it's a part of the life cycle. Yeah, you're gonna go through it, but it's all about perspective and exactly. outlook and that's something that i am learning and even alex suggested it he said you should probably go to the gym every day just to give yourself a way to relieve stress and i was mm-hmm. like well what if that don't you know in my head i'm like, what if that don't work for me you know but it's like you never know until you go out and try and do something different that could what are you trying to say i'm fat no i just know <laughs> i just know you hate working out i know i used to dance it. that's the reason why though because I, my workout was in dance you know i was a modern dancer mm-hmm. so i didn't need to work out so me going into a gym is totally different than me doing because you actually enjoyed dancing yeah i enjoyed it but it was literally a it was one of the hardest dancer bodies are like that for a reason Mm -hmm. it takes a lot to to keep up with that body and that's who i used to be so when they're like just go to the gym i'm like what no i want to dance but it's just like how do i get back to that place but you know it's still even in, in the sense of that it's still a way of you developing yourself back into someone who's positive and has a way to relieve your stress whether it's me coming here once a week whether it's me doing my video logs again which will you know start back up soon and things like that it's just continuing with a brand that makes me happy is a form of therapy for me you know what i'm saying time to say something yeah go ahead oh so i think like people like barry like who can see like the positive and everything like people like you i look up to and i admire because it's it's very easy to be downtrodden and just like with your head down like let's like let life beat you up mm-hmm. but to actually see the light at the end of the tunnel is a pretty amazing thing it is yeah. and more more you know the more we do this here like adulting even, yeah knows? which we will get to <laughs> in a second because where the segue diamond where the segue and you on it look she on my it but <laughs> 
But right now we're going to, before we get into the adulting conversation, which is our next topic, we're going to go ahead and play this song called Bending Spoons by Shinobi Ninja. I've played them before on here, but I really, really enjoy this song. And I hope that you guys like it too, right here on Nitty Snacker. They tell me you sound like
I really know how to say hello. <laughs> oh, 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 that's how they talk. It's kind of like a, oh, 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 you know. But they like they cut it real quick with their comments. Wait. I'm gonna learn. Wait, that one. Like, like UK talk. Yeah, that. Wait. And the article, oh, so and the, to the store, it's and the oh, it's no R. It's just like a I know, babe. You have a good English accent. I know you do. No, I don't think. I don't think so. I think it. You got no. I can't you even can try. A, I, I, Canadian, I have to practice. Though, you gotta have one. I'll practice at some point. Okay. I got a mutt, like mixture of all these things. Because I say y'all, I say hella, I say fixin' to, I say I say Canadian things. You know, I say all kinds of things because I've lived all over the place. So. True. <laughs> but I would like for us to go ahead and how talk about how and when do you become an adult? Never. <laughs> tell that to my bills um, to my does rent. that mean we're adults though when we start paying bills yeah I mean some of us have been adults since we've been babies because our parents bogus and put stuff in our name so like <laughs> some of us have been adults bill. right some of us have been adults for a Ran while so, right so I, I, I don't know maybe paying definitely paying bills making sure okay go, right? so yeah. there's this from a paragraph it's on the Atlantic.com um, and they're talking about when do you become an adult and here it says, um, if you think the transition to adulthood, uh, think of it as a collection of markers, getting a job, moving away from your parents, getting married, having kids. Um, it's a predictable way to think. Um, these are still the most important parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you take too long to do it, it becomes a reason to feel like you haven't grown up yet. Um, so basically, 
those are things that we believe and what we're taught as Americans is as what adulthood is. When we're in school, they are teaching us how to get jobs, but they aren't teaching us how to live at all. And I feel like that should be implemented in the school system. So I want to say something before we actually dive into this conversation, because I feel like this will make the conversation a little bit better. Um, I feel like adulting varies from culture to culture. That's Um, true. My white friends that are still 25, they still live at home with their parents. Mm -hmm. They're stacking their bread. They work decent. They make, they work decent jobs and they're able to, Really not pay bills, and they're able to stack. So when they want to move it out is a culture and go get a house, they that. can do that way easier. As opposed to us, majority of black parents, if we come back home, it's, all right, so what What bills you about to pay? You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I'm not saying, like, that's a bad thing, but it makes it a lot harder. So adulting, it varies from culture to culture. So since we all black here, what is adulting to us? Like, when did you feel like you became an adult? Well... For me, or not black, but you know, I'm brown, it's cool. Yeah, so, you know. black and brown, all day. We all brown in this joint. You know? For me, adulthood was when um, my house caught on fire because that's when I How old were you? 19, and that's when I I could have went, you know, and it's nothing we are shy about. My family was in a shelter for a year, mm-hmm. um, but I could have went with them. I could have lived with my family in the shelter and tried to figure it out that way. Because we didn't have anything, you know. But I decided to branch out on my own and say, hey, mom, don't worry about me anymore. I'm going to get an apartment. I'm going to go to school full time. And I'm going to, you know, make sure I can do what I can to make sure that y'all are good. If you can't, you know, if things don't come the way that you want them to right now. Um, So adulthood to me was more than just because I didn't master it. You know, I don't think I mastered. I do believe I became one, but I don't think I was um, good at it, at adulting, because of the fact that I hadn't really had the experiences. And with adulthood, it doesn't matter the age to me. It it matters your situation um, because you're going to learn how to navigate. You're going to mess up a lot, especially being that young, you know, no real guidance as far as how to do it the right way, just like with having kids. Right. If you're having your first child, there is no right or wrong way to raise your child because this is your first child, just like, you know, your parents' first child, everybody does it in their own way. So there's no real criticisms on what it means to be an adult. It's just about your, um, the way you go through life and if you end up having to, um, depend on too many people again when you are depending on too many people again then you've taken a step back from adulthood back into dependency that means i can claim you on my taxes as a dependent mcm you know but uh no i definitely we was at the same so around that time we like same age we actually i met nitty around that time um i just uh, moved out of my house my aunt was one of those like well i'm not getting that check for you anymore because you're 18 now so bye-bye type right. so i have to go out and find my own place which happened to be what a block away from where needy had moved so we was grinding together like like we live like we've been roommates for, like we're not roommates anymore but we were roommates for like almost four years wow. Oh, wow. so like cool. she had her crib and i was I, like i got some groceries y'all want to come over you cook and we mm-hmm. all eat so she yeah, he was cook. bringing the chicken. I right. said, yeah, I so, cook yeah, it. We, bring it over. We had to learn early <laughs> mm-hmm. how to be adults. And then when she moved out of her first apartment to her second apartment, I got into my roommate. and had to move in with them. I was couch hopping. But, like, we all lived in the same place. We worked through the money together for bills. But, like, we were becoming adults, and we didn't even see it at the time. But now we look back. We were 19 and 20, 21. 
we 25 now it's like hey we we still we still making it mm-hmm. you know now my friends that's just now getting their first apartments calling me like so bro um about these lights like you know that's literally me right now <laughs> yeah about this comcast bill what's the cheapest like you know people asking me because i've been doing it mm-hmm. for so long out of necessity on how to look dope you know and it's tough out here you really gotta and like even when we were come like we were younger we trying to keep up with people who don't have bills like if you still at, live at home with your parents you're not paying rent uh, you still on your fam- on your mom's phone plan. You only mm-hmm. pay your soak car. it in, right? So enjoy that, mm-hmm. but Please. don't expect your don't expect your friends at work a nine to five have their own crib, have their own car to keep up with you. They can't go out with you every weekend, mm-hmm. every other weekend. Yeah. And if they are, they're broke, and they're just not trying to tell you. That's you know? so true. A lot of times we be broke <laughs> and we kind of front our moves. Guys, y'all yeah. are trying to build. Stop saying you're broke, man. You're building. Are we That's really building though? Broke. That's are we really building? A lot of, <laughs> In our culture, culture, we're not building. We're spending. We're consuming. Mm -hmm. We're not like... African-Americans are the largest. We spend so much money on stuff we don't need. So to me, as an adult, I I don't feel like an adult until I own a a couple of pieces of property. Like, Mm -hmm. I have an asset. To me, that's an adult. Credit. Because we live in a place where credit... Rules your life. I need some assets. I need something I can, you know, use for collateral. So, so what do you guys think are the steps that we miss when it comes to reaching adulthood? Like, what are things? um, Because I do want to talk about, like, you know, how can we become better teachers for the future generations of adults? Mm -hmm. Like, what can we do to help them figure it out? You know, uh, what steps did do you think we've missed that need to be taught to the next generations? Well, like he was saying, like the the consuming, the money thing, I feel like that definitely should be implemented in, in high school. Because, man, I, I got got out in this world. I'm like, okay, this is going to be easy. I went to college. Um, my last year of college is where, like, kind of, like, everything kind of, like, hit me. Like, I'm really, like, doing this by myself. Like, mm-hmm. especially, like, around the graduation time, I had to pay for so many things by myself. And I was working at McDonald's down there. Like, I had to save all of my money, you know, get it all together. But I did it. You know, I got back home. I graduated and everything. I lived at home with my mom until I just couldn't take it no more. So <laughs> I um, moved out this year. But it's hard. Like, um, I just would say, like, Time management is very important when you're doing adulting. Don't move out if you don't have the money. Just don't do it. Like, um, I moved out because I just felt like it was, like, a lot of personal space. Like, I just, me, I needed my space, period. But um, I feel like if you're ready to move out, then do it. But if you're not, please don't. Personal space costs. Yeah, personal space definitely costs. And I'll pay for that peace of mind. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But if if you're not financially ready or stable or you don't have any money saved up or you don't know how to manage your money, do not move out. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um, credit, like you were saying, that also matters. I feel like that should be implemented in classrooms as well, how to manage your credit. What is credit? What do I do with my credit? How do I start my credit? Because mm-hmm. I still, like, I'm still struggling with that. I still don't know. And I feel like a lot of younger people definitely don't know, if I don't know. And I feel like it's definitely a cultural thing, because our parents didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Our parents mm-hmm. were consumers. Our parents were trying to... Give us stuff that they never had, and now we're repeating the same cycle. You know, I see kids and Jordans and all, fleer than me than I ever been in my life. You know, like, and it's because their kids are they. We're trying to give our kids stuff we never had, and it's not. It's just repeating the same cycle of cons- being consumers. You know, so. Um, and baby, you said never. I said when do you become an adult. Never. You said never. I'm like Peter Pan. I, I see. I just want to fly all the time, <laughs> and so. For I love me, it. like I, I think 
becoming an adult is balancing between like responsibility, accountability, and fun and excitement and creation all at the same time. So if I'm not in that space and I'm not functioning from that space and being excited about my life every day, I've missed the point. So it's like my essence, my childlike essence stays, but my growth and my ability to apply all of that love and wisdom and excitement, that's part of my adulting. Okay, I can I can vibe with that. I just I feel like the alternative, like if you like to go out and you like to have fun and shit with your friends and they always want to go out, like if you got your own crib, invite them over. Like yeah. just grab, let's watch it. It's not always about money. Yeah, right? it's about like togetherness, like spending and, like, time with each, each other. other. Exactly. exactly, exactly, exactly. Very true, and that's something that um, just so you guys know, listening in, this is something that. Um, once my home studio is set up for me to do my vlogging, where I will be, I feel like it's my duty to t- to teach what I know already. Mm-hmm. Not saying because I had a situation where my my credit everything got really really bad because I just was doing some things that just didn't make sense. Not even with just credit cards, but with with testing, with bankruptcies, and doing all these different things. And it's just like serenity. You're too young. Right. You don't even have enough cre- enough uh, debt to be doing this, and you've let someone convince you otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, so there will be vlogs and and posts and things like that available for people to watch it on my channel. You know, so that you know how to to get your first credit card, so that you know how to uh, get a secured one if you don't want to start with using a bigger named company and things like that. Because credit is one of it's a staple, you know, to adulthood, in my opinion. That's the one staple to adulthood that could make or break you That's with so being true. on your own. Mm-hmm. And it's my mom mm-hmm. did an amazing job of teaching me the ins and outs of credit. And I messed up when I started doing something different, you know, and I'm grateful for what she taught me with it and, and um, where it's going to take me in the future. Um, but I feel like. It's a lot of my own friends who who don't know how to, like I said, with the taxes, and they know don't know how to get a credit card or the first steps to just building the credit by developing different accounts, like with Walmart or you know, like store accounts and things like that, that will easily boost you. Mm-hmm. Spending less than twenty percent of your right. credit card, you know, it's so many different things that I feel like we we forget to pay attention to when it comes to becoming an adult. But I think that. Um, those are the main things we miss is is credit building, how to buy a home. You know, there should be a class. They give you a class on how to have a baby. Right, that's what... But they don't give you a class on how credit. to get an apartment see, building, how to another, flip see, a house, you know? Because the they, mm-hmm. don't, they don't want us to flip houses. They don't want well, us to... They don't want <laughs> us to win. But adulting, adulting is also relationships with other people too Mm -hmm. i feel like that's very important that actually Mm -hmm. helps you become an adult like you have to learn how to be honest open communication transparency like all of those things are you know reminiscent of an an adult very true you don't have those characteristics sometimes when you're younger that's true we we miss out on those Mm -hmm. you are learning every day is a is a new new day to learn something but right now i would like to play some more music i kind of feel like being a little like molly lit because like my hair is pink again <laughs> y'all understand i've been so like down and out about life and everything and i feel like part of it was because my love color was not there with me you know and i had pink hair before 
I was at my my peak. You know, I was meeting people all over the country. People knew my name in other places, so and I, I was some pink hair then, basically. You might as well. Cool. Unigang, go crazy. To do list. But right now, there's this juke mix. I'm going to play half of it because it's kind of repetitive, but I really enjoy the juke mix. It's a red bone juke mix by Fleetwood Jones. It's a footwork remix. I'm going to play half of this, and then I'm going to go into my homie DJ Royal, who has come on the show before and played his music, and I'm going to play his Broccoli remix as well. So here is some music for your souls right here on Nitty's Knocker.
Who is that? It's DJ Roy, bitch. Don't bite me. Don't bite me. We love DJ Royal on Nitty's Knocker. Every like, time I real. see DJ Royal, he just be so turned. He does, and he made a tweet today. I almost had to, ha- I almost choked talking about he's not going to party in 2018. Hope you're a DJ. <laughs> that is your job to turn the party. in new ways. Well, hopefully it's behind the booth only then. I want to see you everywhere, DJ, because honestly, Juke is such a huge cultural thing for Chicagoans, and we've lost touch with it. You know, and like we listen to it and be like, oh, that's so nostalgic. No, it needs to be what it always has been, which is a way to turn up and burn some calories. But it always makes people feel good, so. Hey, yeah, check out DJ Royale SoundCloud. He got a, like three or four Juke mix he dropped today on uh, his. He dropped show. more? Yeah, he did. Oh, he, now uh, you know we going crazy. I'm gonna play another one no, on the show. But DJ, then. I love him because he always, whenever you see him in public or out, you know what I'm saying. He's not one of those like Chicago celebrity people. Like he gonna speak to you. He gonna you know be personable, and I always respect him. Very that. chill. Oh yeah, he did drop the Hey Arnold Juke mix to Rico Nasty. I love Rico so we Nasty. we probably gonna end the show off with that. But right now, I would like to go into um, something else. I pulled up talking about the whole adulthood thing. Um, this is on the odysseyonline.com steps towards adulthood, six steps. And it says the first step is to start taking responsibility for your actions. Whether you decided to sleep in instead of going to class or you're, um, you hit another person's car, take responsibility. You cannot blame your decisions on other people. We may not always want to be held responsible, but we don't have a choice. You do the crime, you do the time. Or you do the race. I like that. Yeah, so that's step one. <laughs> responsibility. Be take accountability. Something I'm also learning, you know. Oh, yeah, that's real. Uh, like, um my biggest thing is procrastination. Like and that's part of my adulting thing is like that's a lot of people. Like I procrastinate because I'm good at working under under pressure. So like I allow myself to let stuff pile because I know if it piles up, I'm gonna get to it and I'm gonna knock it out. But the more you do and the more responsibilities you take on, you mm-hmm. can't do that. Like, Very true. When you become an entrepreneur, if you let it I'm go to the that. next thing, yeah. it's like, who else is going to do it? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to. And I'll add a final tip into this myself um, after I say the six steps here. But um, I definitely believe there's one thing that I have started doing that has helped a lot. Um, the second step is to stop relying on your parents or whoever was taking care of you. For everything, you know, when you were younger, parents woke you up for school, made your lunch, did your laundry, but you're an adult now. If you want a lunch, you got to wake up earlier and do it. Don't want to be late. Set your alarm and start folding your own laundry. We always need our parents or caregivers, uh, but we can't rely on them to continue doing everything for us. We have to learn how to be self-sufficient. Tip three or step three is, of course, the bill pay. 
the unfun one, spending your money on everything. But remember that your bills come before everything else, before that food you want to get from the corner store, before that bottle you want to buy to turn up with your friends, before the movie ticket, before those shoes that was on sale for $10. It don't matter. If your bills aren't paid, you pay those first. And then if you have enough, then get it. I feel triggered. I feel like you're attacking me. <laughs> Look, I'm attacking myself. Me too. I'm literally speaking of I, everything I just said. I've done in the past yes. month. This is all self acknowledgement. This is what you we're know, doing, man. we're just owning. And it. I'm just like, I gotta. <laughs> we gotta be better adults. We Definitely. have to. We have to pave the way, especially being people of color. Mm-hmm. We want to be different. We don't want to be like everybody else who is a person of color, and all you do is see them flossing. They're not telling you how to floss like them. They're just showing you what it means to. floss. Yes, we have that. to show people the way from getting to point A to Z. You want your life to be fulfilled, then we have to be the ones to start fulfilling our own lives, and then we can teach it to our younger siblings, friends, nieces, nephews, whoever. The kid down the street who you see about to do something stupid and spend all his money on some Jordans. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, honey. You got a cell phone? Go get a cell phone, make an Instagram account, start getting some followers, and then become a brand ambassador, and you can spend your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, teaching people ways sure. to invest on their own money. That, and it's like delayed gratitude, mm-hmm. right? Like, doing Very work true. and then receiving grat- gratification. Very gratification, true. Not gratitude. Delayed gratification. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, but we live <laughs> in a buy now, buy now world. So it's We do, definitely- but that's why you push. Yeah. To be different yeah. on our end. I love meeting people my age that I think are like-minded like me that, okay, let's stop buying so much stuff that we don't need, you know. I mean, it's always going to be something we want to buy. The only just... thing I bought, <laughs> I got my nails done. That's the only thing I've done for myself in the past two months. Other than and eating too much, eating out too much, which I had uh, to my, stop. That's my biggest problem. Meal prep, yeah, you got to Yeah, gotta meal cook, prep man. is good. Alex, you... don't look at me like that. I'm being honest with where my <laughs> spending habits have went. That's true. What else? I haven't bought anything. Uh-oh. Anyway, um, step four. The tea has been spilled. <laughs> Not really, because uh, if you could tell me, I'm spending all that in my nails because they need some life right now. They kind of getting there. But anyway, <laughs> tip step four. Y'all need some feelings in here. Step four. Pay for it then. Exactly. Don't start. Cause... I hate men like that. <laughs> Keep your comments to yourself. You're not gonna pay for it. Step four is going to work. I bet Sophie wouldn't need no feeling. <laughs> and step four is you thought high school was hard. You know, you get a career. You can't stay in bed sick because you want to. You can't really give them that many excuses about why you're sick. They don't care. They don't care. <laughs> but, yes, or you find a job that is something you enjoy doing. Something that's going to benefit you in your future. Wouldn't I talked about those steps to being an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. One of the steps that we talked about was working for somebody else and learning what you can from them so that you can do it better or just like them when you're ready to start your own business. Step five or the fifth thing that they talk about is you start to lose all of your free time. And when you grow up, you start losing any free time you once had. You got to work. You got to find time to sleep, time to go to the gym, school. Still got to see your family. Still got to go see granny when you got time. And that means that you have no time to do anything, which goes to step six, which is learning to multitask, which I suck at. Jeez, Louise, I suck at multitasking. I can't even talk to a person and be working on something at the same time. Really? I can't. 
you know, I zone. I zone in. Sometimes, yes, but sometimes it can be very. But they say multitasking is actually not a real thing. Our brain only can focus on one thing at a time. That's why you can't text and drive. That's That's true. Positive tasks require focus. I think multitasking in the sense of time management is what they're trying to say. That's what they're trying to say. Which is thing called half listening. Like, you know, if if it's a task that's not really like important and somebody talks to you about something that's not, it's important, but it's not like super like you got to pay attention to it, pressing, but I I listen for keywords, you know, and I can catch on. This is like non-presence in connection, non-presence in interaction. And this is what creates dis connection and mm-hmm. miscommunication exactly so and it's even in the sense of you like going to work and taking your homework with you mm-hmm. you know that's multitasking mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i'm saying so not really the idea like with You're me not actually doing two things at one time yeah time it's management. like making things work right. you like meshing like things together yeah. that makes sense two two birds There's at one stone that you can kill at yeah. the same time you know like oh i yeah. hate that i like i like birds i like doves oh, i love them that's but even me oh. i'm a shortcut taker like i try to kill two birds at one stone all the time but sometimes you actually have to work mm-hmm. hard you got it and sometimes you cannot do two things at once. sometimes you need to hone in on what you're doing and that goes to my seventh thing of what i believe is important for adulthood is learning how to use your planner mm. Really, learn how to use your planner, whether you have a book, whether you have it on your phone. But if it's going to be on your phone, make sure that your events and things that you have to do have reminders. 30 minute before reminders at all times if you're going to use your phone to do these things. Because I have gotten better at, you know, time management and getting things done a little bit because now it's like, okay, I'm going to use these plant this planner that I bought. You know, before the year is out, I'm going to fill it up with December's events. I fill my phone up. I do my camp, my calendar once a week, you know, for everything that needs to be done. As soon as somebody tells me they need me for something, I put it in my phone because this is what helps you to multitask. I need to get so much better at that. But I've gotten better since I've started doing, mm-hmm. like, my blogs and stuff because I've been meeting new people. So I had to get better at organizing my stuff and planning and writing things down. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the moment you think about it is the moment you should write it. You yeah. know, even if your phone is across the room, go get yeah. it. Yeah. That's why I really like um, like handwritten planners, because it's like a deliberation of like me writing it. It's not a text thing that happens in a few seconds. So as soon as I'm writing it, it's like reinforcing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, so that's like, if you it's like embedded down, once you write it. You actually learn it. You right. Know? So exactly. yeah, definitely. Definitely agree with that. I'm um, glad. I'm glad y'all agree. But those are the six steps. <laughs> <laughs> those you are the You didn't hooked us up with some helpful advice. You know, I be we're trying. all adulting. That's the point. You know, I do <laughs> want to ask you though, what are your plans for Diamonds Dosage? Well, ultimately, I want to have a talk show, y'all, in the future. Pro- hopefully, not too far, but that's what I want to do. But for right now, I started my blog back in June. So it's been like, how many months? Oh, it's almost six months. It's almost been six months. Um, I had no clue that this is what I wanted to do, like really with my life for the rest of my life. But after the blog, I'm going to do a YouTube channel because people, you know, they like this. We live in a world where they want, like, they like to see. Mm-hmm. My blog right now is all, you know, reading. And I, I'm happy that I'm getting people to read because that's great. I love reading, I read books all the time. Um, the content is not, you know, their typical blog. It's a lot of blogs out there about like self care, you know, self awareness, how to get over toxic things. And I mean, I do mention some of that stuff in my blog, but that's not the whole basis of it. Mm -hmm. What I talk about is more so like, um, relationships and 
friendships and men, women, um, racism as well. Um, but it's not in, you know, the most traditional way. It's really unconventional. Um, it's a lot of funny pictures and, like, gifts. And, you know, um, I like to make it real visual and, mm-hmm. like, easy for people to read. So um, if you get a chance, check it out, diamondsdoshes.com. Um, it's really vulgar, though. Yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's real. Oh, it's raw and it's uncut. Yeah. Don't worry. I have more plans for you. Uh, <laughs> visual like plans that. on my the YouTube the YouTube route. Because, I like that. You know, I like that. We FCC regulated in okay, here, so we got okay. to be careful what we talk Right. <laughs> I almost feel like I couldn't say fleshlight. I feel like it, I, I don't know. I had no clue what that was before I got here. By the way, bro, I, was like, I was like, "What's that, bro?" <laughs> details, more details. Go into more details. What do you but, do with it now? <laughs> but I'm very excited to see the future of blogging for you. Thank you, um, I appreciate it. And thank you for I, having me here too. No thank problem. You. Like I said, it's all about like enhancement. You know, like I instantly I was dying. I went on your page. I say, "Oh my god, I'm crazy." Y'all. I was like, crazy. "I need this girl to be a friend of mine permanently." You know, <laughs> that real friend who because I'm transparent, mm-hmm. but to have that real transparent friend, I'm uh-huh. come on, girl, tell me if the dress fit right. You know. I know you won't steer me wrong. My favorite thing that I saw of mm-hmm. yours was the thing about the hair, though. And it's just like, I've been growing my hair for 11 months. I and feel I'm like that still, was everyone's favorite video. You say, I'm still Kunta. No Toby. That was, that was you. <laughs> I seen that on Twitter. That was- she said, no, no, no Toby, Kunta. <laughs> still. I, was, I cut my hair off a year ago, y'all. And it's like... I mean, it's grown. I was planning to Yeah, video, it was but. so funny, though, because I, I understand. No, back right, though. My edges never came out. Oh, okay. No, it's not always about the edges. <laughs> I, I, I need y'all to see my face and how I'm looking at this man right now. He's been, he's been trying me this whole radio. <laughs> Brandon's like the anti-hero on the Nitty Knocker show. We are unigang. We are unicorns. How do you feel about unicorns? I like them, and I... I, I I appreciate you for using them for, you know, like your brand and everything. I need to look more into them. I feel like they represent something totally different. It's okay. Different. I got you. You know, you yeah, can join you know, Unigang whenever you know, you're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. We got squad, Unigang, all day. They yeah. definitely you know. seem like they have some symbolism uh, with it. She it's, gotta walk across the hot coals like I had to do. No, I think you're the only one because, I mean, damn, can she you told live? Me everybody did. <laughs> no, you can't live. Maybe I, maybe I missed that. Maybe that was the Sour Patch in my unicorn that misled you. Damn. But, you know, I've been a Sour Patch all day. I told my roommate I was gonna... We were in the kitchen. She was like, I care about my stuff. I care about people using my stuff, but I don't care if you use it. I was like, well, I'm going to break everything so that nobody can use She's it. She's probably listening right now, roommate. I know. She, I told her to listen. <laughs> but, and I was like, oh, that doesn't make any sense, but I'm going to say it because the Sour Patch in me is like, say it. <laughs> say it. It doesn't make sense. But I'm very excited for the future of your brand. I'm, Thank you. I'm right here with you. Thank any you. steps you need, any help you, you need. Um, a vet. I'm just, you know, rookie. I appreciate that, girl. <laughs> and then somebody Let's put me on their panel. Look, put me on your panel. No, okay? seriously. I like you're really articulate as well. Like, Oh, thank you, girl. That's that Whitney Young education, you know. Oh, Graduated yes. with honors. Smart. Okay, come on, Whitney Young. 27 ACT. You hear me. Okay. No studying involved. <laughs> okay. I went to the, the, the I went first to time the or the second time? First time. I went to the mall. Okay. I did you not study. Wow. I did not study at all. I ain't going to share my school, you know. It's okay, hey. Little 16. 16. But I would like to go ahead and talk about our quote of the day and get ready to end our show out. Quote of the week, I apologize. Um, And it is a really funny one, and it is, yeah. Adulthood (laughs) is looking both ways before you cross the street and getting hit by an airplane. 
It will smack you from wherever. You feel me? It will smack you from wherever. But what you have to remember is that you might get hit by an airplane, you know? (laughs) But keep your keep your focus, you know, basically take your life as as the most precious thing you have because it's the only thing. You get one. You get one chance to prove to yourself, not to anybody else, because it's not about what anybody else wants for you. You get one chance to prove to yourself what you are capable of. And the moment you let somebody interfere with your conscience and mess you up on the inside, you forget that the universe got your back and that your glory is coming, that it's coming to you, then you start backfiring and things do not go the way it's planned. Stay focused. Don't get hit by an airplane. You see the airplane, move to the side because it'll miss you. For real. As long as you are clear in your mind and really paying attention. Look both ways up and down. Look always. It can come from anywhere. <laughs> 360. Do what you got. Yeah. Do a spin before spin you cross around. the street. Yes. You know, roll. Do a tumble roll. Or and ups. You feel me? <laughs> but this has been an amazing, amazing week. Brandon's phone always rings when we're on air. I keep telling him to keep his phone on. Do not disturb silence. I need something. a new iPhone, so you know. No, you need to put it on silent. No, my silent button don't work. You know what? I'm start cutting it off. Good night. You should be on the upgrade plan or something. <laughs> they got them out here. You can get a new iPhone. That's part of the adulting package. <laughs> oh, wow. I just gonna do that to me, yo. We can't go to the music first before. I mean, you you hit stuff? the robot thing. You, you, this all your fault, Brandon. <laughs> you did this. I, I can understand so. her, but y'all too. Like, we unigang out here. Y'all gonna do me like it's that. It's all love. She unigang too now. You know, <laughs> we we starting the movement, but we gotta we gotta treat each other with respect. Okay. We just know how strong you are, so we just like you we know. just gotta keep piling it all up on. Huh? We, we yes. So as adults, it. guys, we are adulting. We are unicorns. We are powerful. We know. I think we what should have like we a want. middle fist pump right oh, now. Oh, now you're almost You're feeling tired. But remember, guys, you can always reach out to me via nittiesknocker.com. You can visit me on the Nitties Knocker fan page on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all the same. Everything is the same. You type it in, you will find it. So make sure you guys are reaching out so that you guys can talk to me, give me your music, give me your ideas. I might not be the best advice giver, but I think I'm all right at it. You know, like I would love to help you if I can. Tell me your little brother's good grades. Whatever is going on in your life and you want to talk about it, I am here to listen to you. I'm here to say yay and scream and ring bells to say that you're doing a great job. Thank you, Q4 Radio, for being the most lit station in the city, the best underground station that you can find. And until I talk to you lovely people next time, peace, love, and happiness, I'm going to end our show out with another song from the amazing DJ Royal, which is his Rico Nasty remix, the official Hey Arnold Jew mix, (laughs) right here on Nitty's Not Gay. I want to hear that.
Like a ice cream, that's why they don't like me. Black and that's unlikely. I'm riding with.